this episode comes with a content warning and brushes up against topics that could be triggering for our audience. You'll find specific details in the show notes. Please take care when listening. Welcome to WA Expose, an open conversation about local arts by local artists. I'm your host, Aria Scarlett, and before we start, I'd like to again acknowledge that we are recording this podcast on Wajak Noongar Budja. Today, I'm super lucky to have a circus artist with over 20 years experience in the studio with me. Aline in the Air has started her work in Paris and then has performed across the globe, now landing in Perth and founding the CAG Entertainment Company. A self-proclaimed creator of, quote, silly things that sometimes work, it's my pleasure to have Aline in the studio with me. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. So there's only one question today and that's why circus? It's a crazy question because I'm not too sure, but it I started and I tried to stop and it didn't work, so I kept going. It didn't let you stop. Um, So basically when I was a kid, I was doing a lot of trampolining and jumping around and I would like show the tricks on very unsafe, hard floors to my (laughs) parents after the classes. Don't do that. And um, started competition and it was just not, like I would always just mess up the routine because I was like, I don't really like it. Like, I don't like competing. It, yeah. yeah. Um, and so my parents were like, oh, maybe something different. And my mom used to babysit someone who was doing circus when she was younger. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, maybe we can try circus. And so I went to circus for a year in the afternoon, a little baby. I was eight years old and really liked it. And they had a program where you could do circus every morning. And then go to school in the afternoon. Ah, And I applied for that and I got in, very surprisingly. So I was nine. (laughs) So I did that for a few years, uh, continued, obviously, uh, studying. That's all back in France. And uh, then the program stopped, but I kept, like, I stayed in that same school. Instead, I was doing dancing and mime and a bunch of other artistic things. So you never left artistic fields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I did start, like, I... Physically, I started with trampoline, but I started the arts with um, the piano when I was like six years old. Multi-talented. Uh, yeah, I look, it's not great anymore, but <laughs> that's okay. Sometimes I play. Um, yeah, so when then I moved to Germany for a year with my mom. I still went to circus training, but not really classes because yep. I didn't really know anyone. And then I came back to France, finished uh, high school. We'd go to circus like three days a week, um, three nights a week actually after school. So there was no cool program anymore. Um, And then I applied to go into the big um, like professional circus program at the Academy Fratellini. And I got in again. Wow, so is that youngest ever? Youngest ever. Yeah, 17 at the time. So. They couldn't get me in into the first year because I was not 18. So they had to make a pre-apprenticeship class that was just me following all the first years. And so I had to do two years of the first year. But that's okay. So they really (laughs) didn't want to let you go. Yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, no, no. I think it's good that you come. But it's like, we don't really know how. So just come and for a year and then next year you'll come again and do the did same you have thing to re-audition? uh yeah i did have to re-audition okay. but got in again um but yeah in a way it was pretty good because i got like four years instead of three mm-hmm. and i do think that i was too young uh i yeah. think it would have been better for me to have a little bit more training outside of like there are a few different training programs in france and like 17 is really young you're not too sure who you are mm-hmm. like as an artist or as a human in general. Completely. And so um, I had a lot of visions, a lot of ideas, but I wasn't as a person like completely, I don't know, like confident yet about a lot of things. And so, yeah, I think it's good to allow yourself to have a bit of a time. And also everyone around me who got in was like 25, 27, 30. So I was like 17, surrounded by 
a lot like mm. people who are a lot older like yeah. not that 25 is old no no but, but to you, <laughs> if someone's 10 years yeah. older than you and you're like a teenager it's yeah like, yeah oh my so God, it's, adult. yeah yeah so um, and they all already had done a lot of things and circus and stuff so i was like okay but I learned so much, so that was great. And so many opportunities because the pro- the um, that course is like forty percent of your time you're like performing, teaching, um, like doing things that are work work related. Mm. So you get a lot of experience, like hands in, like hands on, with um, directors and choreographers and everything. So it was amazing. Wow. Um, and then the rest of the time you're like obviously like learning dance, theater, like for me a lot of aerials and you know, acrobatics and handstands and all of that. So that was really, really cool. So it's divided between like a professional career experience and like a training experience. It's like a proper apprenticeship like you would do if you are a tradie. Yeah. But for a circus. Cool. So that was great. And you got paid. (laughs) And you got paid. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So proper like yeah to learn something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like well, because we were doing forty percent of the hours Mm. as professionals. So we got paid for those forty percent. It wasn't huge. Like tricky to live in Paris with that, Mm. but manageable yeah. if you just are a bit savvy <laughs> yeah get a bit of help here and there um so yeah no that was that was pretty cool and then after that started you know like applying for shows and companies did some shows here and there in like spain and the uk and then germany again and um but really i really wanted to travel at that point and i was like trying to find the contract that was gonna get me somewhere yeah and the company that was just going to pick you up yeah and, take you to and it was places. like not happening <laughs> so I'm like okay and then I chatted to friends and we're like well maybe we just go somewhere and then um that's kind of where Australia started to happen like 2014 or something where I was like oh maybe I go to Australia I don't know and then a company called me to go somewhere and it was in the Rainian Island Okay. Um, so still part of France. Mm. Um, and like two weeks before the start of the show, because their aerialist got pregnant. So they needed someone else. They needed somebody who could and do all this. So I just flew in straight away. I was like, okay, yes, I'm coming, I'm coming. Wow. And I said, just book me a, like one way. I'm not sure what I'm doing after. And so I went there. It was How long was that? It was like a, just like a month or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was really like in a tent, really interesting experience. Was it what you thought you were looking for? Not at all. Right. Um, well, I'm more of a contemporary artist. And yeah. this was like a um, tent tour with a family circus who were a little bit contemporary, but like more contemporary in that the trad circus you can imagine when you're thinking trad circus were mm-hmm. like the clown and the animals and blah, blah, blah. Like it was, yes. it was more like a little bit more on the contemporary side of thing, but still like more in entertainment and... Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it was good. I learned things. I learned what I didn't want and what I needed okay. to ask for when I was getting contracts. It's massively important to recognize. Um, yeah, yeah. So as a learning experience, amazing. Um, I think what made it better is that randomly my parents were having their honeymoon in Rainian Island at exactly the same time. Ah, okay. So it kind of, like... I still had my family there, so it was like, mm. oh, I'm not really having a great time, but I can see my family and yeah. they can drive me somewhere. Like you were entirely moved out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like, I'm not like alone. The first night, I would, like I really arrived and I was like, okay, I'm alone in this house with no internet and no car and the training space is 10 kilometers away. And yeah, I was so like... you can't even just go train. Okay, that's going to be fun. Mm. Um, so yeah, after that, I was like, Mm, if you go to a place that you know is a bit tricky with public transport, ask for a car. <laughs> so just little things like that. But still, like you know, I I do like I do have a good memories of this thing, and it kind of is what triggered the let's go to Australia thing because I was like, well, I'm halfway there. Oh, okay, so um, it was literally just like geography. Yeah. So I was during the contract, I was like, oh, I'll just book a flight to Perth because it was the cheapest. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I kind of love that though because yeah. like, I was gonna ask why Australia, but geography Just, and Perth is the cheapest yeah, yeah, place yeah, to yeah. get. It's to. like from Rainian Island, you have to go to Mauritius and then Mauritius Perth yeah. because you can't go like Mauritius like Melbourne, which was my original plan. I was like, oh, I'll go to Melbourne because mm-hmm. a friend of mine had gone to Melbourne. She was like, it's amazing, and I was like, okay, I'll go to Melbourne. We'll see what it is. Yeah, and it was more expensive. Well, it's like that. I had to go to Perth then Melbourne. I was like, well, 
I'm already in Australia. I might as well stop in Perth, see what's there. Yeah. And uh, what was here? Uh, a lot of sun. Yeah. Oh my God. I got here like 8th of August. So winter. Yeah. And it was so hot for me. So yes. now I think maybe it was like 25. But mm. I at the time I was like, oh my God, it's so warm. It's so sunny. It's winter. This is amazing. I love this. And then like two weeks later it was pouring rain. But like when I remember when I started like, you know, fresh out of the of the plane, start walking around the city like to figure out where my backpackers is. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm home. And I don't know why, like this wow, thing yeah. came into my head, like I'm home because like I'd never set foot in Australia. No one in my family is from or even came to Australia yeah. for holidays like that I know of. Um but it was just it just felt so like it just felt grounded. I was it like, oh correct. this is this is where I need to be. Yeah. Um and it's quite interesting because like one of the of the memories I have from my childhood was when I was maybe like seven years old mm-hmm. and there was a map of Australia on the wall in the classroom and I was like, oh this looks like a cool country. Yeah. Okay. And also think that I will live in a country that speaks English. Like, so I think everything just kind of connected and somehow. So even at I, seven years old, like, yeah. that was something that you'd already, you've seen. I'd already seen it, yeah. yeah. And I didn't know anything about Australia. And now that I know more about Australia, I'm like, oh, I was very ignorant about what Australia is. <laughs> but, um, so, I mean, so are most of the people who yeah. live here. So, so it was a bit like, oh, okay. I don't know if I would have settled there now that I know all of this, but look, <laughs> um, I'm here now yeah. and it's been pretty good. It's been all um, right. <laughs> you've, you've coped. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, like I arrived here, started teaching here and there. Gigs Straight into there. teaching? Yeah. Well, that was the easiest yeah, way. Of course. Um, I had gotten in touch with a school here and um, the, um, like, person who was taking care of the teachers was like oh yeah we like we want people from everywhere you know mm-hmm. different skill set blah 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 so I started teaching for a while and did some gigs and then went to Melbourne because I thought this is where I wanted to go first yeah, that's where Most, you're like supposed to be yeah, yeah stayed there for a few months but didn't I just didn't really and enjoyed the city it was Okay. busy yeah you don't have to and i don't know i i think there's a lot of good positive things in melbourne but of when course, i yeah. got there i just didn't really connect with um what i was after so came back I mean, to Perth. you walked <laughs> off, you walked off the plane and went i'm home that's a yeah, 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 yeah. like so talk. then it's like oh i'm in melbourne and oh i think it's also because it was like summer and i already i already spent maybe five or six months in perth by then and it was so sunny and the beach was right there and it was so good like I, I grew up in Paris like a city is as city as you can get with yeah. like barely any sun and a lot of grey but so also one of the most romanticised yeah, 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 cities like in the world Emily in Paris is fake just so you know <laughs> oh wow uh, <laughs> the insight if you didn't know um, <laughs> no didn't I mean again like Paris has some great things I wouldn't live there but you know if you're a tourist great yeah not now in general <laughs> um yeah and then yeah in Melbourne I kind of had that same feeling like busy city lots of people mm. everyone in their own little clique yep. and I was like ah this is not great and then got a call from a school that was like we really need a teacher and I got heaps of work from that so I was like well yeah, because in Melbourne I was like I was teaching maybe like two hours a week, like was not oh, sustainable. Wow. You <laughs> with all of your experience, and yeah, all yeah, your yeah, knowledge, yeah. You should I have couldn't find. I I don't know. I'm not amazing at marketing myself. Okay. Like I wasn't at the time. A bit better now, but I just didn't really know. Like I didn't realize that I actually had a skill set that was worth it. Yeah, interesting. Considering and this had been a part of your life, yeah, yeah, yeah. your entire life. I still didn't feel confident enough to say, hey, actually, you know. I'm good like, at this. Hi, Hello. I'm yeah. really good at this. And and so, yeah, came back to Perth and then I was saying like that. It just kind of like went like, cool, great. Everything's working. Um, then it's just, yeah. But I think about a year after that, I was just like, well, I've just done circus all the time. Is yeah. this really what I want? Yeah. Just started questioning a lot of things. Like it was not a great moment. Uh, very good for learning about yourself, but 
Heavy. Yeah, but when you're so far away from, yeah. from home and Yeah, and also yourself, because, like, you know, you're talking to friends back home and they're like, it's okay if you don't feel happy, you can go back. And I'm like, if I go to Paris, I'll be so depressed. Yeah, okay. Like, I really don't want to go back, live in France. I'm just having a rough time right now mm. because, you know, personal stuff and, yeah. like, breakups and this and trying projects that didn't work and another one that doesn't work and a third one that doesn't work and it's like oh is it really worth trying like yeah so like losing a little bit of the passion and then I wasn't really doing like I've, I've always been a contemporary artist and I would get some gigs but it was mostly like corporate things and yeah, very traditional what they're asking for is not really what I enjoy so it's like kind of felt like I but lost they have the money so yeah yeah so I kind of lost what I like I lost myself basically yeah. I just lost I was completely lost and I was like well I guess this is not working anymore and I just like stopped doing circus and went to TAFE and learned about um design and interior design and product design for wow. like six months yeah you, that's, you fully yeah because that's the only thing I really like but it makes sense because I love creating structures for circus yeah. so I was like I want to do product design so I can do stru- structures from cir- for a circus yeah and public art and things like so it's like it, it's logical but it's also like there was no way I was gonna do that like once I went there I was like this is so exciting like it's really cool but I'm not spending two years at uni. Yeah, right. Like, so, but it was good for a change. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It was a great change. Yeah. It was a great, like, I'm I'm so happy I did it because it, I did learn a lot of things. Yeah. And, like, it's good to have a change. I think I love learning stuff, so it was really great for that. Yeah. And I needed that break. I really needed to remove myself mm. from circus. Well, so being somebody who had circus attached to their identity and yeah. attached to their being at such a young age, is it hard to be, like, who is Aileen the person and Aileen yeah. the performer? And are they different people or are they just the same person? Yeah, well, I think there was a bit of that as well. Like that every time I would meet people, like if I was introduced by someone else, like, oh, this is Aileen, she does circus. And then it's like, oh, you do circus, what do you do? Da, 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 da. And it's like, well, I don't really want to talk about myself. Like, you know, um, yeah. it's okay, I do this circus. Yeah. yeah, it's unusual, but like it's also a job. It's mm more than a job because it's a passion and I'm like I love doing it and many things but it's like I just felt like I was meeting people who learned a lot of things about me and then I was trying to learn things about them and then the answer was like oh yeah but you know I just have a a boring office desk job and I'm like if no one's doing the desk job the world doesn't work oh completely you know and if you if you enjoy like and some people love their jobs being office jobs like um like yeah, not everyone, and some people have this fantasy idea about being an artist and all of that, but, like, you know, sometimes you meet people who are like, oh, I love going to work and having, like, regular hours and my paycheck at the end of the week, and yeah. I engage with my customers or whatever field and you are. And then I have and, a life that's And not they're, like, fulfilled and they're happy, yeah. and, you know, and then they maybe, you know, they do some, like, creative things on the side or not, or they have, like, different hobbies, and that's great, you know? I think it's amazing. Like, mm. if you find a thing that, like, makes you happy great and it's not because my thing is being in front of an audience that is better or worse than someone else's no, experience it doesn't have that sort of value yeah so it was just like I just became like I just really felt like I wasn't really connecting with people and that there was this and it's probably just my overthinking mm. but this thing of like people looking at me like oh wow she's doing the dream thing while I was having the worst time of my life yeah. So yeah. it's like I can't really complain because technically I'm having like I'm doing this job that's really cool. Yeah, that people envy. Yeah, it's not fun right now. Yeah. I can tell you, I'm not where I thought I was going to be at this age, and now like that I'm a bit older and I'm like pushing more. I'm like, yeah, you can't do that when you're 25. You need to wait. Okay. Yeah. Some things. Yeah. Some things you need the life experience to be able to actually put them out and to be able to put value. Yeah. In there. Yeah. yeah. Like, like it's great if you find it early, mm. but I always feel like there's a moment where it's gonna have a there's gonna be a little break that may, will make you bounce back. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. super interesting. So yeah. when you're you're in this moment and you're sort of reevaluating. Yeah. who you are as a human not yeah. just like who everybody has idolized and everybody yeah, yeah. has like put all of these ideas on top of yeah did you manage to find and figure out hi this is me I'm a human 
I like cats or I like dogs yeah. or like whatever. These are my things that I like and this is me. I am the performer. Yeah. Do you separate them now so or are they all just one person? What's really funny is that my show that I just created is called Human and yes. it's talking about exactly all of that. So it's talking about um, what I thought life circus was, yeah. what people said I should do, what I did because that's what people said I should do and how I felt when I did that and how I want it to actually be now. So is it autobiographical so in that sort of way? It's very like, it's autobiographical because I'm taking inspiration from my own life, mm. but it's also like in the discussions I've had with other artists, but even the general public, it's very relatable in that like life is not linear and mm. sometimes you, you're like, everything is just working so well. And then you just go like, well, you know, you step back and you're like, oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> is it working well for me? Yeah. Or is it working is it, well for like, Is it else? working well because I'm doing the thing that I was supposed to do? Mm. Like anything, like, you know, getting kids in the house and the dog and blah, blah, blah. Yep, checking the boxes. Yeah. Or I've got that promotion or I was told I should be this by this age. And then you're like, well, actually, that's not at all what I want to do. Yeah. So... Yeah, now, like, so I'm 30 now, which is still super young and it's so exciting. Um, so it's like, oh, now I know exactly what I want. And I'm not going to give time to the things that don't bring me joy. And I know I could make money doing corporate, but I hate yeah. it. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And maybe I'll make less money. But what else? Yeah, you know, like, you, yeah. I'd rather lower my life. Uh, expenses you know like find a way to leave cheaply mm. and be happy then go like oh I can do all these gigs and get so much money and blah 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 mm. but at the end of the day I just feel drained and I feel like I've given all these things that are not what I want yeah and to what end yeah that's yeah. it and then it's like when does the rat race ends yeah. because then you're like oh more this more that more this and more and more and yeah don't f like I feel like the cup never fills up yeah. ever anyway. Okay. So just fill it up with the good things, may even if it's just a little bit. Yeah. But it's just good stuff. Yeah. You, Instead you of just as many cups filling as it up yeah. with a lot of things. Yeah. But it's all like the I don't really know how how to say it, but like the the ratio of positive is like in balance. So yeah. like if you fill it up with a lot of things that you know like. It's also where you put your values. Like, I don't put value in money. Yeah. But if you feel like, I don't know, maybe just trying to run with your analogy a bit. Like, if yeah. you fill your cup up with heaps and heaps of coffee, but yeah. you don't drink coffee, yeah. then what value does that's the cup it, have? That's it. That's it. That's it. Exactly. So, yeah. So, it's like, for me, if I just fill it up with a lot of money constantly, but then I don't take the time to just exper experiment on my lira or on my silks and yeah. just dance and move and just, like try weird stuff with musicians and but I'm busy all the time because I'm making heaps of money and I'm performing in front of everyone and doing the nice smiles and the nice splits well at the end of the day I'll feel shit yeah yeah it's got no value to it uh, yeah. yeah so yeah but it's a balance and again it's very personal of course everyone's yeah, every got a different yes, way of course, yeah. and and it's never a judgment of value for anyone like if you enjoy being in front of a of an audience in a corporate setting, like do it. Take yeah. my take my spot anytime. Yeah. <laughs> like and a lot of the time, like so it's yeah. it is a great privilege to yeah. just explore yeah. what we want to explore and what our desires yeah. are in artistic fields. Yeah. Rather than being like, well, I have a mum that I have to care for, or I've got a sister yeah. that needs my help, and, and I have to earn X dollars or whatever yeah, yeah, your yeah. situation is. It's, yeah. It is and I know, like, it's it's such a privileged spot. I worked for it. Like I, you did, I yes. worked a lot to just squirrel my money away so I could afford to stop things Definitely. when I needed to. Like the last year and a half with COVID, I was like, well, I'm going to have to teach again. I had not taught in like three years maybe. Mm. So, okay, I'll teach again. And I taught for a year and a half and now I'm like, okay, I made some money with teaching. I can't anymore. I need a break. Like if you tell me every Monday at 5 p.m. you're going to be there, yeah. I'm like, oh. With a bunch of kids who didn't want to really be there, but they're there <laughs> Well, I was doing mostly school. adults because I was like, if it's kids, it's going to be worse. 
<laughs> but still, like, and it's, it's, I'm still glad, you know, I taught, it was great. Like, I had some beautiful times. Yeah. I'm so proud of all the students I've had this last year and a half. Like, some started with me and now I see where they are and I'm like, whoa, this is so cool. Oh, for sure. Like, it's not like, to, like, shit on that yeah, yeah, as, yeah. A, as a form of it's art, just but it's good I'd, to know when to stop. Yeah, it's like, I've had enough. I will take a little break. I can afford to take a break right now mm. and... We'll see what happens, you know. Yeah, and, and that's where I know I can fall back on it if I have to. Yeah, and I'd rather fall back on teaching than corporate gigs, which is crazy because corporate pays way more. Yeah, <laughs> I'm silly. True. Why? Yeah, but if you have what to is this? <laughs> like put everything in stages, and you go. Corporate makes me this happy. Yeah, teaching yeah. makes me a little bit happier. Yeah, so that yeah, one yeah. wins. That's it. I don't have to put makeup on, makeup on when I go teaching, like the costumes and stuff. You don't have to go talk to executives. My last show, I was like, mm, so no costume, uh, no makeup. The hair is just going to be out, no fancy thing. Perfect. Love it. Let's just make it simple. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah. well, first of all, I was very excited when you said no costume, but no makeup. No, 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 no costume. Well, I kind of have to, but the costume is very, very simple. Yeah. And so yeah. the period in your life where now you've got to be like, okay, we're temporarily going to close the book on teaching. We're going to focus on creativity, which yeah. is an amazing thing to be able to fully explore. Yeah. That's where human sort of got to got its legs. Yeah, like you had yeah. the idea for a long time by the sounds of it. Yeah, so human's been like two years in the making. Yeah. Um, so it started with, I got this, oh, I don't know. I think someone was looking for performances at friends like two years ago or something. Okay. And I was like, and they were like, yeah, it's about like, being a woman and experiences and like it can be very arty and they didn't have rigging point and I was like oh I'll just try this thing that I thought about in a skin tight like like my skin color tights mm. like full body um dancing and moving and feeling and having this thing in mind about like you know um how it felt being a woman in the circus space and how it felt um, trying to create and doing what a woman in the circus space is supposed to do and all of that. Could you explain to me what traditionally that is, just because I'm not being a uh, Well, in a lot of the shows I, or cabarets I've been in in the past, usually is sparkly costume. Like I had a teacher when I was still studying who was like, oh, your costume, it's the shorts are too long. They need to be shorter. We need to see your legs more and the wow. line of your leg. And it needs to be pretty. And, you know, like you're tall, you've got long legs. Why don't you show them? And it's like, well, I'm just also a head and a torso. Like yeah. I'm not just the legs. <laughs> <laughs> so about like having ultra feminine. Yeah. Ultra so very, very feminine um, stereotype. Yep. Um, glittery. Bits and smile. So they're like softer performances, not like not gritty entertainment pieces. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think I understand. It's like just yeah. be the pretty woman, like the pretty girl. Yeah, who does nice that. pretty things. Yeah, yeah okay. She's really pretty in the air and it's dancing. So she couldn't have any dynamics to her. She couldn't have other feelings. She couldn't be angry. She couldn't. Yeah, yeah. there was a bit of that. Yeah, okay. yeah. And again, I was super young, yeah. so I was still building myself as a person. So yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, and it's like, oh, I guess that's what you need to do. Yeah, and so does um, that mean you've just got like a cupboard full of sparkly costumes that you've just locked the door on now? Well, I still have them because I think they're fun sometimes. Yeah, they are fun. But um, when I wear them, I kind of take the piss. Yeah. You know, like I do corporate gigs here and there now, but like I don't put splits in my routines. Mm. So it's like, yeah, you wanted the pretty girl and the splits. Yeah. And I know that if I do the splits, everyone's got like, what? It's so good. I'm going to do everything but the splits. Yeah. So then yeah. it's like, it's a little bit of a piss take. Yeah, so you're really just <laughs> but subverting the, But the, the, the thing is, like, when I do that, you could think, like, when I was younger, I thought that people would not like it. Oh, unless it had these Unless it elements. had the things. Yeah. And now I do my things, like, I do my not splits routines. And people are like, oh, my God, it was so good, like, so different, so flowy, so that. And it's like, no one tells you that it works too. Like, why? And so, like, now when I, like, even when I teach, I'm like, you know, like, if you, like, if you want to use your flexibility in the movement, it's great. But you 
don't have to stop at that. Like you can go beyond just the poses. Yeah. And yeah. You don't and again, have to like be confined. The audience doesn't know what it wants to see until it sees it. Yeah, we're just used to, especially so, corporate gigs. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like they've only seen like girls in in sparkly costumes doing splits. So they think that's what it is. And yeah. then you show something else, and they're like, "Oh wow, that's cool." Yeah. Or sometimes they're like, "Oh, that was weird," or "That was shit." Yeah, but that was but an experience. It was all different. The same. Yeah. At least it was different. Yeah. And I'd rather get like people being a little bit like confused about what's going on, because then it gives a bit of reflection as well. Like I want people to question. So, I mean, yeah. entertainment for entertainment's sake is fine. Like, there's nothing oh, wrong yeah. with it. But, like, when you want to go beyond yeah. audiences, and I've always thought this, like, audiences don't always just have to be entertained by something. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. they just watch TV. Yeah, and, like, also it's because now we're in an entertainment-based, very snappy culture. Like, when you mm-hmm. look at TikTok, it's like, okay, you get 30 seconds to captivate someone, do a dance, and move on. Yeah. And so... I quite like taking the other way around. Like when I, every time I start my show, the first like 15 minutes, I'm like, I hope no one's going to leave. Wow. Because it's like so like full on and hard to comprehend until you get to this about 15 minute mark and it switches and it's like, oh, that makes sense. So it's like, it's, it's a journey. And so it's like, I kind of need like, Sometimes you need to trap people and go like, <laughs> trap people. yeah, but like, you know, you just go like, okay, now you're stuck with me and you're going to stay until the end. And by the end, you'll understand why I trapped you. Mm. And so far it's worked somewhat. Yeah. I managed to get kids to stop talking in my last show, like when I performed last weekend. And I was like, oh, this is good. Were you doing human? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, the kids have stopped work. Have stopped talking. That's unusual so it's like you know trying to push those boundaries and they could have run out because the tent was fully open yeah but they was just like stay there and it's like yeah it's like trying and also you know like entertainment for kids doesn't have to be all kid like it can be very contemporary and very like intricate and Mm. kids have minds that are like so creative creative and amazing so much more creative than us what they can consume Yeah, yeah yeah i think sometimes you have to i don't know i feel like they're they're adults without the um, like the filter yeah without you know? the like um comprehensive skills almost yeah, yeah, where it's yeah, like yeah. doesn't mean that they can't be creative and explore yeah. and and they will understand a lot of things and not put a judgment on it yeah i think that's what it is it's still the, that naivete and yeah. And the yeah, beauty about like art through movement, which is like yeah. what you're so incredibly good at, is like you can be creating and painting this story that is incredibly personal to you. Yeah. But somebody else goes, This resonates with my story. Yeah. And it's a completely different story. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I want. Like I don't yeah. necessarily want people to understand what I'm talking about. Yeah. Because a lot of the things in the show are like really dark shit. Yeah. That I don't really like if you're a close friend, you probably know, but yeah. Not necessarily, and I don't care. Like it's yeah, it's not it, about that. It's not about that. It just was part of my journey, and that's it. You know, like mm. so, you might not know exactly what that thing is, but you might relate because you had something like that, or something yeah. hard, or you know, it can be anything. Like it can be something trivial. You know, like one time you lost your watch, and it was your favorite watch, and it really broke you, and you're like, "Why did I do this?" And you question. All the decisions you took that led you to leaving that watch in the train. Yeah. You know, it can be so simple, but it gives you emotions. Yeah. And then sometimes you think about the watch and like, oh my God, so silly. Why yeah. did I and leave that watch? Doing, <laughs> they see you doing this amazing performance yeah. and they're like, that expresses my loss. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, this, yeah. That's, that's not it. what's going through my head, yeah, but yeah. that doesn't matter. And I love that. Yeah. And I love when people come see me and I was like, oh my God, it made me think about this. And it's like, oh wow, like, okay, cool. Like after the festival this last weekend, I had. Um, um, someone emailed me and saying that they love the show so much and that they came twice and it was so touching. Oh. And it was like, wow, this person took the time to find my email because, yeah. like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Actually, I kind of prefer that. I get um, yeah. sometimes I'll get people that come through, come at me through my Facebook. 
but not just like my Facebook as a professional. Yeah, as like a personal. Girl, they'll, they'll go find my yeah. personal. They'll find my 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 other name. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, this makes me uncomfortable now. Yeah. So email, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like you know, find my email. Sure, do it. Like, yeah, well, it's on my know, website. The email is for that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know how you found me. That's great. That's so cool. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So it's, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's interesting. It's all a balance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, I think that um, I would struggle to. St- like put the word like actually say the words in the show like if I, I speak in the show but um it's not it's not a story like okay. it's yeah so when you speak in the show is yeah, it I like speak in french the so one understands <laughs> <laughs> that's why you really yeah. moved here just to speak in french at us yeah um and it's it's um just silly it's like the the rumble in my head that happens when i have to go training and i don't want to Oh, I so it's yeah, like that's so yeah, good. it's really it's a really fun part um, to play, but like if I had to speak more like deep words, like if I had to say what I'm thinking about, like what I'm what the the act is about mm-hmm. when I'm in the like darker parts of the roller yeah. coaster, like it would be really really hard for me. I'm not a voice based yeah okay um, performer. So when you do those sections that are in French, were they really hard to to write, even though they're in no, another language? No, because they're kind of impro- improvised every day, okay. every time. So I've got a bit of a, I've got a, a, a frame, so I know where I'm kind of on stage, what I'm doing with my body, and what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to be the same. Um, it's not going to be the same words every time. Yeah, I know about if, like I've got key points that I'm like, oh, I'm gonna. It's like a journey. It's like, oh, I'm going to go to A, then I'm going to go to B, and then I'm going to go to C, and then it's going to go into D, and that's the end. You know, yep. it's like, it's it's framework. just like a framework, and then around that I kind of bounce on what's really going into my head while I'm doing the show. Yeah, okay. Those, like, parasite ideas. That yeah. You're like, why am I thinking about this right yeah, now? Yeah, those little imposter thoughts that yeah. are just, like, nagging it's at like, you. Yeah. I'm on stage. Stop thinking about, like... That you haven't done your bed. Yeah. It's irrelevant right yeah. now. <laughs> I love that though. I always find those bits so good because you're like, I need to be quote unquote in character yeah. at all moments. But there's yeah. so many points where I'm just like, and which road did I take to get here? And how do I get yeah. back out on the same yeah. road? And uh, do we think that the shops will be open? I yeah. really want a snack. <laughs> and that's just like, that's insane to people because it's like, wait, hang on. But you were saying the most like, me, yeah, it's like, very like yeah. deep down and then you've got yeah so it's kind of like a it allows me to be more present in all the other acts because yeah. i know i have that moment where i just like dump it all out it's like okay now it's out i can go back <laughs> to like that's so good yeah. yeah you've really given yourself like a moment to be like i was like all okay. of my crap I, honestly it just started where i was like i was talking to the um, so, so dawn pasco had helped me um like with the show and yeah like, it was my idea, but I needed someone to be outside and be like, this is shit. This is okay. Move. Uh, maybe a bit better. Oh. Oh, that's good. Because oh, you, totally you can't do that on that. your own. No, you cannot and, do that um, by yourself. And, yeah, and I was telling her about, like, sometimes, you know, you, you, you're you like, hey, I'm going to go training today. And wake up, have your breakfast, drive to the space, and you get there, you put your hoop up, you start warming up, and you don't even go on the hoop. And you leave. Oh. Because it's yeah. like, I'm, actually, I'm so tired. Mm. I don't have energy. I don't have motivation. I really want to go, like, get some food or yep. some, like, oh, I haven't replied to that email. Ugh. Like, you know, it's it can be anything. Oh, I've ruined an entire yeah. practice session because I've started answering one email and then That's I've it. just sat on and my phone the just, whole time. And yeah. then it becomes like a never-ending thing so yeah and I was just like yeah and it used to be like it used to be something that I found so frustrating and now I just listen to myself when I'm like I said I was going to go to the training space and sometimes you have to push yourself yes but sometimes you know that even if you push yourself you're just going to feel worse because you're going to make it there but not actually do anything Mm. what does your body need in this moment yeah and so it's like well Maybe I'll go there, but I'll do abs. So at least I've had like mm-hmm. a bit of practice. I do some abs. I'll do some like conditioning. I'll do a bit of stretching. Put like pumping music. I'm not gonna go on the equipment, but at least 
I did something. And does it change? Like if you're in the middle of doing conditioning or stretching and suddenly you go, I now really want to go on the equipment. And yeah, sometimes it works. Yeah. Sometimes you're like, oh, and you get start getting ideas. And sometimes you're just like, because you're in the conditioning and you're like just counting the reps <laughs> and not thinking. You just get into this like beast mode and like, okay, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. And then like, okay, that's it. That was enough. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I mean, it's all a balance. Yeah, but um, that's definitely come with and your... And it's, it's the creativity. Like sometimes you're like, oh, I really want to create stuff. And, go yeah. and it's like, there's nothing. <laughs> but thinking that, so that's definitely come with like, because again, because you've been doing it for such a huge chunk of of your life, like yeah. from 10 up until, like that's a long time yeah, yeah. to be like solely... I'm doing circus. Even if there was yeah. that six months away, I'm yeah. not going to count that as like real Yeah, time. and it's like, some like I don't know, sometimes I'm like, I don't know, when COVID started, I was like, fuck. I yeah. don't know how to do anything else. Yeah. Wow. Like I have zero other skill set. Really, really good at one thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I've never worked anywhere else. I've done weird, odd things, but like, you know, not consistently You're not about to write a resume on it, be like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, hey, I like here. I packed gifts once. Right. Like, <laughs> like for what, for three weeks? That's yeah. <laughs> I was the person who was packing your Christmas gifts at the shopping center. Cool. Like, oh, yeah, make a life out yeah, of it. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> that's not going to help in COVID. <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah, it was a bit of a, a, f a few months of, I did a market research for a friend about, like, mechanics in Darwin for two weeks. Yeah. Because she needed someone. I was like, yeah, I can call and ask how much a service is and mm. make a Excel spreadsheet out of it. <laughs> like, it's so random. <laughs> but honestly, bits. I'm so grateful for that because I would have lost my mind. I lost all of my work, all the yeah. set, like all this, like, whatever, what is it? The 13th of March, I was doing my, the very first exhibit, like first circus open yeah. stage ever. I'm like, okay, I'm starting this new project. Let's put like, Circus on the map, try it's shit. It's one of the first things like the CAJ? Uh, yeah, so yeah. very first event. I do it the day they announce that everything's going to close down three days later. Wow. And on that same day, so I, I, I hear that. Then I get an email from the um, Fremantle Street Arts Festival mm -hmm. that they're cancelling. So I'm yep. not going to perform my show there. Like other show, mm -hmm. um, I'm like great. Now I have to go on stage and perform my second version of human that is still a five minute yeah, thing that's that was creation. not human at the time, and that was the beginning and trying things and you know be there for everyone else who's performing and be like you know producer mode and yeah. like could producer performer because I was performing on that one but yes, all of us are you know like at everything point, yeah. and like just being like yeah cool let's do this great show and we had like maybe 40 people and was that so because people were really scared of I th oh it was the very first one yeah. I was not expecting a huge turnout like the capacity was like 100 so but also we the, the, on the day of the announcement as well it's yeah just yeah like, so there was do? no there was no last minute yeah. there was no it was super new and I was just like great this is starting amazing I'm finally <laughs> and it was kind of I just felt this um doom thing that it's like because I've started a few other projects in the mm. past that um like collapsed into my face or other things yeah. and so I was just like great now I'm finally starting something on my own so no one can betray me and, and the world, the world betray you betrays instead. me <laughs> it's like fuck what have I done well, there's a lesson <laughs> in there somewhere <laughs> but you know Thankfully, we were in Perth, and like three months later, they said you can do events again. And like, I bet it opened on the on the first of July. We could do events again on the eleventh. Exhibit two was there. Like, I was like, yeah. I'm ready. You're I've ready. got people. I've got. Let's do it. Yeah, people yeah. who've been like yeah. practicing for months, but they yeah, need yeah. somewhere to put it. Yeah, exactly. And so now it's been like I've done eight of those yeah. things. Yeah. So it's 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 great. Like I'm so I'm so glad I started because yeah, it just it was a bit of um. I don't know. It was like, let's try this thing. I missed it. I missed open stages. Mm. I missed being able to go and try stuff and just perform yeah. random things that were not corporate. Mm. And it was not, a, it's not a money making venture like 
the time I spend and the money I get is not um oh, it's like it's yeah, not sustainable. Mm. But as um creating a space for people to ex- to experiment like so worth it. Yeah. And like artists, the value of yeah. that is great. Artists are one of the only few people who will purposefully do things that they know aren't sustainable projects, that they know yeah. aren't like a sustainable venture for yeah. them, but do them anyway. Yeah. And f- like for the people that it does touch, it does affect, it does yeah. bring on board, it changes their world. Even if it's yeah. just for 10 minutes, if it's yeah. just for the hour. Yeah. And it's like, you know, when you're a comedian, you know, you can, there are so many open mics when you can test your test yes. your jokes and sometimes you've got a concept and you're like oh i think that's a cool concept and you try it on stage and it's shit yeah so need, at least you've got pulling, a place yeah. to try it on stage and the audience is super supportive and everyone's like i love this audience it's so great they're like yeah. they know it's just stuff yeah. that will happen like we had someone like we had so many random things it was so good i don't know it just it's just great it's to a, see it's a art. brilliant idea like it it's very interesting that it isn't like something that already existed yeah. massively in the ethos it's something that you've brought to the table which is like no try the idea yeah yeah, yeah. try the idea for people because yeah. you can't you can't you know will, how an audience is yeah, going to yeah, react until you have that's one that's it and then sometimes you try it and it's not completely ready but you get people coming like oh my god it's really great i think you should and they give you some feedback that's super interesting because mm. a lot of the audience is like you know performance yeah like same perform- with the comedian open mic yeah yeah, yeah it's, uh performers and or people who are around that circle mm-hmm. and we don't have that many um, people who are not already into, um, like, into circus or performance arts or dance or anything. Yeah, of so, course. Um, we still do, which is great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not nece- it's not necessarily marketed for that. Um, probably should be. <laughs> what else? That's fine. Look, I need you, a marketing you've got your person. Audience. <laughs> 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 oh, but you just have to wear, like, 17 hats. Yeah, also. look, I've got too many hats. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, but that's what gave me the confidence to go for a festival, you know. Yeah. Like, there's nothing happening because WA is the only thing open. Let's do a festival. Yeah, and it went from being like this open mic thing to a legit yeah. days long festival yeah. in some of the biggest theaters yeah. that Perth has to offer, which is yeah. is a really cool rise. Yeah, and I don't Crazy. know if that would have happened if it would never have happened. They would not have answered my email if COVID I mean, wasn't a thing. Sorry, yeah. State Theater, if you're hearing me, but I really didn't think you were <laughs> going to answer. Yeah. And so when you did, I was a little bit like, oh, it has to happen now. Yeah, the investment. But it was great. Like, yeah. I'm so glad. I'm so glad they answered oh, because course, they, yeah. it pushed me and, and it was so successful. Like, it was. It was amazing. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. It was a, yeah, yeah. a like, massive event. It was, it was scary because I'd put a lot of money on the line mm-hmm. of my own savings. Yeah. And that was there for that. You know, like, I've been saving heaps so I could afford to do something big and maybe fail, but it's just money. Yeah. You can make money again yeah. somehow. Like I, I really don't care. <laughs> but, but you can't, you can't miss this opportunity for yeah. when we're not bringing in acts from interstate. We're not yeah. bringing in acts from overseas. And there's so much in WA. There's so like, much here. Yeah. Like oh, I, it's it's so frustrating sometimes when I'm like, when I get people who are like, oh yeah, but nothing happens here, and it's like you haven't looked. Yeah. So much happens. Yeah. And like I've been here seven years now. And maybe less was happening seven years ago, but mm. shit happens now yeah. and a lot of it. Like yeah. there is a lot of things. You just have to not look in the big things as well. Like sometimes just look for the small, smaller events, you know, like support the smaller, so then they become the big thing. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's so, so much, so much. Well, I mean, not everything can happen at state in a big theater. yeah yeah, at, yeah. At those and like state theater is a huge like it's you know not everyone venue. can afford it. Without the grant I got, I would not have gotten that that venue, which I think is an impossible. important thing to say because yeah, also the, yeah, yeah, ask for money to the government. Like it's there for a reason. Mm. Um, and also yeah, it's very time consuming, but find someone who's done it before. Yeah, ask for help. Ask for previous grants that got accepted ask people if they can send you their application that was accepted so you can see what worked and yeah. how they wrote it because i applied for grants before that got rejected and it's like it's right you know you, if you get your first grant straight away wow like that's pretty cool oh yeah that <laughs> like, <laughs> i want to meet that person yeah, who yeah. Applied for one grant and, and it's got like it. you have to yeah get better at it and there was there was more money in the arts this year that's for sure Definitely, like they yeah. they helped so much, um, and yeah, I know this is a bit of a controversial 
thing to say because yes not everyone got the money mm-hmm. and it's not been fair all the time and mm-hmm. I can accept that but in my particular case um, I I was able to get funding I was able to do a lot of things in the arts and despite getting a lockdown on the original dates of the festival I was still able to perform and and yeah like there there are ways to there were ways to do events I don't know if I'd, I'd go as big again like I I I want to make it again this year, but, yeah. you know, we'll chat once the borders are open. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely See what be happens one of those there because it's, sure. it's But I think that that's a, different a really important set. thing that is at the, at the core of your entire story, which is that um, art finds a way. Yeah. And if you're, if you're yeah. dedicated enough and yeah. you, you work your ass off, it doesn't yeah. matter where you're situated. If yeah. you're at home in a foreign country yeah. in the middle of a lockdown, yeah. you can make it happen. Yeah. And I think that's, yeah, that's definitely also, the core of your story. it's okay not to make it happen. Ooh, yes. Like Love that, yeah. the first few months of the pandemic, I saw everyone creating stuff and mm. I was like, I have no juice. Yeah. So sometimes it's okay that it doesn't happen. And sometimes valid, it's yeah. okay that it's small. Sometimes mm. it's okay that it was very big and now it's very small. And yep. it's going to maybe become big again, but maybe it's going to stay small forever and it actually works better when it's small. Like there's yes. no recipe and there's no this is what you need to do. Yeah, And that's like, I think that's the biggest lesson I've learned in the last year and a half. That first, your ideas are valid. Yes. And... Um, not all of them are good, but they're all valid. They all deserve <laughs> yes. life. Um, it's okay if it doesn't work. Mm. And there's always a way to bounce back, even when you feel it's never going to bounce back. And yeah, small is okay. And starting small, like and in Perth, there's a bit of that culture that if you start something, it has to be very big straight away. Yeah. Not true. Sometimes you have to build it up. Sometimes and sometimes you have to it. make it small, 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 and it's not great, and you make like two dollars, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then eventually it will work. Yeah, and sometimes you have to say, nah, this concept doesn't work. Let me try doesn't a new work. concept, and Let's that's just fine too. Move on. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, all the options are valid and good. You know, that's the perfect, it's okay. Yeah, that is the perfect place to leave it today. You've yeah. been amazing. <laughs> Keep doing art. Keep that's doing it. art. Be valid. You are perfect. There. Yeah. That's the big mushy ending. Thank you so much <laughs> for joining me today. Um, uh, where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, so on uh, Facebook, I'm Aligning the Air. On Instagram, I'm Aligning the World because I lost the password oh. to Aligning <laughs> the Air. And um, on s- website, AlighningTheAir.com, CHAentertainment.com, PerfCircusFestival.com. Nothing is really there. Just the last year's program. Yeah. But, you know, follow. There's newsletters. You can... Like you can put your email in there so you know what's Great. up. Fantastic. Thank yeah. you so much for joining me today. It's okay. Thank you for having me. Yeah. WA Expose is an independent production. Our artwork was created by Georgia Sassenfeld and our theme music is Corrosive by Aria Scarlett and M Burrows. You can find out more about the podcast or live shows at ariascarlett.com forward slash WA Expose. All your ideas are valid and beautiful. The end. Exactly.